bunch of wax. Oh, it's starting. Oh, this, I'm on chicken. You're, you're on, yeah. It helps if I put my own. It does. It does help drive. you put it. Oh, yeah. look at that. It's recording already. Oh. It, like, it like started. Like, I didn't tell it to do that. Yes, you did. I did not. You I, did it so that you could say, I did not. I most certainly did not tell it to do that. Mm. No, no it's, it's wiggity, 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 whack. Wiggity, 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 whack. That's how, that's how we did it in the 90s. Oh, did you? Whilst we were wearing we were. Our, our pants backwards. Hardcore. And the like. <laughs> you were the hardest of whores. I was. I was. I was, I was pretty hard. Anyway, uh, okay. So, welcome back, everybody. That's a fun little, little lead in. Uh, <laughs> welcome back. So, um, we're on a special on the road version of Drive Home Reviews uh, because we actually saw this film in, in Omaha. Uh, a couple days ago, and we, we didn't get to the review for a number of reasons, just we were, you know, we're road tripping, so uh, we weren't quite sure of the terrain, so we didn't want to be talking to the camera whilst trying to hear the uh, the GPS, um, but I, I've i been really excited to get to this one, because <laughs> it's a rarity. Something very rare happened as we went and saw this, you know, quaint little movie. We were looking at films in the Omaha area. And, you know, there's not much out right now. Movie theaters are just opening up. The bigger pictures are still trying to find release dates. We already saw Cruella. We saw Cruella. You don't yeah. like scary movies. I'm not, well, I mean, I I've seen The Quiet Place. It's not bad. Okay. You know, and uh, I, I, God, I was not subjecting myself to the hitman's bodyguard's wife, cousin, uncle, third nephew. Um, anybody who's been watching this show for a while knows I, I, that that movie nearly drove me insane. <laughs> uh, and luckily, Logan Lucky pulled me back. Logan Lucky. Um, uh, so we picked this one going, oh, this looks this looks cute. And, you know, this Ellen looks... Ellen Burstyn. Yeah. And Margaret. Who else is in this? Uh, Jane... Oh, Jane Curtin. Yeah. Uh, Jan, um, James Caan. Christopher yeah. Lloyd. So, you know, it seemed like a pretty respectful cast. You're like, okay, great. And what happened during the course of this movie? This one hated it. <laughs> Hated it, and this is like a, this is a really important moment, because in all all the films that we've watched together and all the films that we've reviewed together, I think you now hold the record for most co-hosts. Oh, oh I, think, yeah. I think you've I think you passed Lindley. Oh gosh. Um, so, but in all the films we've watched and reviewed together, you have always found the bright spot and always found the good things. Even Godzilla vs Kong, which you were not a huge fan of. No, it was still. Incredible. You know, I could see the, the point of that. But this one, oh, it's drivel. With I mean, it's it does injustice to the name of drivel. Like, <laughs> there is no redeeming qualities about this movie whatsoever. Um, so I've just been looking forward to this because normally I'm the old crank. I'm the guy who hates everything. <laughs> um, but now, um. I'm gonna say uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna get ahead of myself. I I didn't like it, but I I think uh, there were parts of it. I went okay. That's kind of amusing, more so than you, which I don't think there was any part of this that you enjoyed on any level. Not not really. Like like I I okay okay. Do you need to do any introductory? Yes. Let okay. before we get into it, let's talk about what this movie about. If you haven't heard of this movie, which you probably haven't. So Helen, what's your last name again? Ellen Burstyn. Ellen Burstyn is an old woman. Mm -hmm. 
um, whose husband has recently passed away, and of course she, of course she and her daughter don't get along. Her daughter wants her to go live at a retirement home, and she's dead set against it. And then there's a fire in her house, and she's kind of forced to go to this retirement home while repairs are being made. While she is in the retirement home, she runs across the queen bees of the title, which is Jane. Uh, Curtin and uh, Margaret and Loretta Divine. Loretta Divine, um, who are basically the mean girls of the retirement home, um, and she gets in with them. And, uh, she strikes up a romance with James Caan, uh, and Christopher Lloyd is also there. Christopher <laughs> Lloyd is also French Stewart pops in for a while. French Stewart is there as like the head of the retirement home, which I, I. I I thought French Stewart just kind of fell off the face of the earth. I didn't know he was still doing anything, which apparently he's really not. Uh, but anyway, so that's kind of, it's basically, it's, 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 the way it's advertised is it's like. Mean Girls in the Nursing Home. Mean Girls in the no Nursing Home and kind of Golden Girls the Motion Picture. Yeah. Um, of which it lives up to neither one of not those. This would have been better if Jane Curtin and French Stewart at the end had revealed themselves to be aliens. <laughs> and it was actually a continuation of Third Rock from the Sun. That would have improved this movie. Or Cocoon. <laughs> oh my god. Like, okay. I'm I'm a I'm a big Hallmark movie fan. You know this. Like she really is. I I I subscribe to the Hallmark movie channel. Um, my youngest daughter and I, like River, who is gone, like been on reviews here, we love to watch a Hallmark movie, especially if it's off a little bit related one. And this felt like it didn't even live up to bad Hallmark movie standards. Like it didn't, it did not give its plot the forethought of a manufactured Hallmark movie. Like the plot was was so discontinuous, and it was like, honestly, I told you like when we left, it was like they wrote down a bunch of things on a post-it note, like old ladies smoking pots, or beat up motorcyclists. Um, they wrote a whole bunch of things out on post-it notes, and then they just threw darts at it. Just all, all the things that theoretically would have been funny. Yes. But that, um, but yeah. You're right. Like, I've never seen a film. Well, that's not true. I have. But it's been a little while. Because I've seen a film that was, like, so cookie cutter and yet so vague at the same time. Usually you get one or the other. It gave too much exposition and then still not enough backstory. In the worst ways. I, I am such a stickler for how exposition is given across. Because I teach, a play, teach playwriting. And, you know, how you deliver exposition is some of the most important stuff. Because you you just give it all in a big dump at the beginning. It's just very hokey. And that's they do this all through. Well, well, daughter, as you know, your father died. And mom, I am mad at you because you didn't tell me how sick he was. Everybody clear on the conflict? Good. Hey. You know, the characters were very stock and yet had no... All right, the, the worst the worst offender of this is Jane, Jane Curtin as the leader of the Queen Bees. Just your typical mean girl bitch who doesn't like anybody, who nobody else seems to like, who doesn't get along with her family. Her son apparently tells people she's dead. 
Um, and we are never given any kind of information as to why this person is this pissed off. What happened? Why they're like that? Like nothing. Why their kid hates them? You know, it's nope. a, this is the kind of film that in a more stock plot, this is again, this, so it's stock in that you have your typical angry person. But it's vague in that in a normal movie, you would have a monologue somewhere where oh somebody my. explains, well, you know, she she was a drunk and she used to beat her kids or, you know, or, or something or her, her, her son never forgave her for losing the family money or some... Sh they would normally have a monologue to explain this at some point. Never happens. Oh, oh and James Caan... It did like there's a whole she's all that '90s rom-com teen aspect to it, like where it turns out he was actually hired by French Stewart and uh, Helen's daughter, played by uh, uh, Juliet Juliet from uh, from Lost. Yeah, Elizabeth Mitchell. You know um, that that he was actually hired by them to come to the retirement home and try to get uh, Helen involved in the retirement home and they end up falling in love. So yes, it's a very she's all that kind of kind of plot. <laughs> Which if you want to do mean girls in a retirement home. Do it. That's fine. That's not that's I've heard of worse things to do a movie about. Yeah. But you need to go all the way with it. I've only seen bits of mean girls, but it like goes for broke. It's not it's not Mamby Pamby and around. It's going and there's a con there's continuity. They really also did a big disservice to Loretta Devine in here, which is probably the only truly likable character yes. um, with any kind of depth at all. And they like give her cancer and then never talk about it again. Never, not once. Like they give her cancer as a way for her and Helen to bond. And smoke pot. And smoke pot to get that so that so that they have a friendship and then that can lead her into the Queen Bees. And yeah, it's never brought up again until like the very end when Anne Margaret has a stroke and they they, they have a throwaway line about, oh, the two of us are gonna move into an apartment together to take care of each other. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You know? But and then like Ellen Burstyn's character is supposed to be like have gone on all these marches and stuff when she was, you know, uh, and be like this feminist character, and you just like her as an as a grown woman, you don't get any of that. She's no, she's so uptight, and yeah, she's so uptight and kind of set in her perfection. Oh my, you gosh. know she, you know she, you know she's smart because she only talks in quotes. Oh yeah. Because she and her grandson, which let's talk about uh, Oedipus, the grandson here. <laughs> okay, look, I understand having a close relationship with your grandparents. I get that. Her grandson in this picture is a little too close. Yeah, I mean, it's not like it's, they make out or anything like that. But no. it is like, like, I mean... And they don't really, they talk about him going to school and having a job and being assistant manager and all this, but they don't really actually give him any depth at all. No. Like, you don't talk, like, he's obviously not just out of high school. Why is he having to go back to college? Like, yeah. what's he going to school for? 
is he going to school to work with older people? Like, that that would have been cool. Like, I want to go to school and help out. And, like, I decide I want to go to med school and be a doctor to fight, you know, fight off whatever killed my grand. I don't know. Like, there's just no depth yeah, at all. Yeah, they give none of them, they give them character types, but no characters. You know, Anne Margaret is, of course, the, the Blanche. Who, yeah. who's, who's sleeping around with all this. No, here, here's the weirdest oh, one. Oh, my word. This is the weirdest one. So she is now, uh, she gets involved with Christopher Lloyd, who is just at the, uh, who is new to the retirement home. And, of course, all the ladies go after him, which, let me tell you something, folks. Watching ancient Christopher Lloyd be seductive is probably one of the scariest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. Watching no. young Christopher Lloyd be seductive would have been scary. Yes, enough. no offense to Christopher Lloyd, who, who is an amazing actor. Brilliant actor, love brilliant, him. brilliant comedic mind. Love him. Love Christopher Lloyd. But he's not a sexy man. I do not want to see him licking his lips. Yeah, no. With a toupee on. Yes. Um, so she she she's getting involved with him. Because he's the new guy. Because he's a new guy. But he's also involved with a bunch of other women. Yeah, and they hear that he's involved with a bunch of other women. They never say it. They hear that he's involved with a bunch of other women. So she goes to his room to confront him, and it turns out, you mentioned the post-it notes. Oh, my God. He's got post-it notes all over the room because he's got some form of dementia. He's He can't remember things. And so that's li that happens, like, literally 50 like 30, 45 minutes in, and that's the end of that arc. Now, this could have been set up as one of the most touching and heartbreaking reveals of the film. Yeah. Had they given it, one, any kind of forethought and any kind of build-up, and two, had it relate back to anyone's character. Now, if you if you made, they make the joke that Anne Margaret's character had, like, what, five husbands or five something husbands. like that? So if you make it part of her character arc that, you know, she's always liked being taken care of and now she has she is going to finally grow up and take care of someone else who really needs it fine, character arc beautiful, could have been a beautiful moment, none of that shit it is, ne like I say, it happened so early in the film, we barely know Anne Margaret's character at this point we've only seen bits of Christopher Lloyd and Honestly, okay. The most infuriating part of this movie is that it's two hours long and you can't figure out what it is you just watched. There's no... I mean... It's two hours long and I, I had a Tom Servo moment. Like, yeah, but you're just like, end! End! Everything is resolved! No, and nothing is resolved. And, and yet something, that things get resolved. Like, okay, so... Uh, Jane Kurtz does a horrible thing. I forget exactly what the horrible thing was. I can't remember. Uh, she, she did a backstabbing bitch thing and made Helen mad. And then they are like immediately made up like by the next scene. And yeah. Margaret has a stroke and they're like, hi, we're friends again. Yeah. It's like, so. Well, how about at the end when, when Ellen Burstyn's like, I gotta get him back and see if he still wants to marry me. up to this point. No! James Cotton never said, oh, hey, you want to get married? It, it was, was like... no proposal. It was like suddenly, yeah. No proposal. 
It, yeah. yeah. So it's like there's a lot of setup and no payoff, or payoff and no setup. Yeah. But no, nothing in between. And I feel like it was an entire movie. Like I said, they threw the post-it notes, thought what what would be funny with old people, and then they wanted to have this credit sequence at the end with old people's wedding pictures. Yeah. Like elderly people who had gotten married in their older age. Um, you notice I didn't make a joke about how that's what our wedding pictures are going to look like. You did at the time. I did. You did when we were getting up and leaving. <laughs> you did. You did then. But uh, yeah, the um, it, I, it felt like they were like, okay, I want to have a movie. I want to have these people in it. I want to end it with these pictures. Let's just, you know, randomly choose bingo balls out of a pit and figure out how we get there. Like, yeah. It was, the characters were unsympathetic, unlikable, no depth. The plot was not a plot. It was a pluck. Yeah. Okay. And I just no, there was I did not. I didn't even like the costuming. They had them all in these these outfits that were just you know awful. I there was not a redeemable like the only thing that would be redeemable would be Loretta Devine, and then they also I, screwed over her character. I but I I will say that it's the only thing that's keeping it uh, raised up a little bit for me. And I did like Loretta Devine. Whenever she was on screen, there was a pleasantness. Yes. Amongst all of the other disconnect and, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, Loretta Devine's here. She's fun. I would have loved her backstory. She's talking about her parents being hairdressers, her husband being gay. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, her, her story would have been far more interesting. Yeah, very much so. Um... So, yeah, no. yeah, it, 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 it didn't quite, and, and really when you get down to it, like, okay, so whoops, not to break everything down to a Saturday morning cartoon, but like, okay, yes, you see a movie, like, okay, what's the, what's the theme, what's the, you know, what's the, you know, the moral that we're supposed to take away, that you should give in to everyone else's peer pressure and go to an old folks home? I thought the theme was the tagline they put in at the end that 80 is the new 18. Yeah, if you're the fucking Highlander. <laughs> I, mean, I honestly, like, I just, no. There, there would have been so many other ways that they could have improved this movie or made it palatable. Um, I know you don't watch Friends, but... You know, it's my middle kid's favorite show, so we've seen it a bazillion times. And there's a character who talks about, you know, she decided to live her life, you know, seize the day kind of thing because she went to go see the movie Patch Adams. And when she left, she said, I'm never going to get those two hours of my life back. I'm never going to do something like that again. That is exactly how I felt when I left the theater. Like, two hours of my life, completely wasted, only redeemed because you were sitting next to me. I was about to say, not completely wasted, I would hope. Yeah. <laughs> only mean. redeemed by the presence of your company. Otherwise, like, 
no redemptive qualities of this movie. And you see what the sad part is, I know I'm going to do something like this again because it's what I do for fun. <laughs> so I know I'm going to see a terrible movie like this again and uh, and you'll, you will most likely be dragged along with me. One can only hope. <laughs> Okay, so uh, I think I think we've we've covered all the bases. So let's let's wrap this up. So uh, I, th- I don't I don't think it's a mystery. Uh, so summer school teacher, um, what what is your grade for this one? I I do not generally give this grade out. Like man, but there's no amount of makeup work that could fix this. This is an F. This is just a straight up F. F and seriously F this movie. <laughs> um, so for the first time, I'm actually going to go a little higher. Not by much. <laughs> not by much. I'm going to go, I'm doing a D. A what? D minus on this Why? one. Why? The, the D minus is that I I feel like the, the caliber of actors they had, especially Loretta, Loretta Devine and James Caan, were trying to pull this material up by their teeth. Right? Like, they were trying so hard. And, and the moments that I enjoyed from this movie, even though they were fleeting, uh, either Loretta Devine was on camera or James Caan was on camera. And I feel like I'm, I'm giving a few extra points to those actors, not to the whole cast, to those actors who I felt did a did as much as they could with the with the material they had. And yeah. to, to me, to me I, I'm recognizing the effort of those two. You know, but I see where you're coming from. But I say the same thing I say to my group project kids when they choose bad partners. You really should have thought about that before you got into it in the first place. I mean, yeah, fair enough, but uh, yeah. but yeah. So I'm going to D my like not not much further from you. It's like it's yeah. it's just if it hadn't been for the for those two actors, I it would have been it's 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 definitely in the running for the worst movie I've seen all year. Is this really the first time that you've had a higher score than me? This is the first time. Even Kong versus Godzilla. I think, oh yeah, you're right. I think I did have a higher score than yeah. you on that one now that I think about it. But, uh, but yeah. Um, but, so the lesson learned here, friends, is that if you're, if you are going to go see a bad movie, make sure the relationship is already, you know, fairly deep. Because <laughs> I don't know if she would have gone out with me again if this was like the first, <laughs> the first date that we, that we've done. I think there, there would have been, there would have, she probably would have questioned it. You would have had to make out with me pretty well after that. Like, it would have had to be some A++ kissing going on. And luckily, I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yes. Anyway. Um, but, you're on a road trip. You're doing an adventure. The, the movie theater was nice. It was very nice the movie theater. The movie theater in Nebraska was uh, was really nice. So, uh, so yeah. Um, so, just, as a, just another... Simple shout out as we wrap up here. Uh, yeah, movie theaters are starting to open up. When you feel safe, when you feel ready, uh, I urge you to please go back to the movies. Uh, they need you. And uh, yeah, so go back. Also, uh, you might notice the hat. I'm gonna give a little shout out to my my viewers, <laughs> all, which I think one of them is in the car. So I don't know how that's gonna work. Um, Bob's Donuts in Omaha, Nebraska. So good. So good. Gluten free donuts. Mm-hmm. 
and a fruity pebble donut, if you can believe it. So sweet, but well worth your time. So <laughs> give it a little. Uh, I'm sure they're going to be flocked now with all with all my viewers. All that free advertising. I know, right? All right, my dozens of followers. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, but thank you for joining us uh, again. Rarity here on Drive Home Reviews. Uh, no doubt Becca will be rejoin, uh, joining us again very, very soon. <laughs> so thank you for, for being here with us. And as always, drive safe, and we will see you at the movies.